Sleepers Podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you for joining Carter Elliott and myself on the show. This should be a fun one. I have a stupid hypothetical and some fun tier-oriented topics for you today. And Carter, as always, has a slipper flip, I think. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm assuming it's coming. More importantly, though, I've been meaning to ask you this for a full day. What is that thing behind you to your left? Uh, this? Yeah. It's a uh, Dyson vacuum. I'm sorry not, sorry, not a Dyson, a shark vacuum. So uh, we just have that in the frame for kicks and giggles. Uh, no, there's a so to my left off screen here. There's a outlet, and um, I I'm not I'm actually not sure why I've been plugging it in over here. I usually don't, but it's been plugged in over here to charge. Got it. Honestly, it looked like an IV a little bit to me. Like I couldn't really see, but I was wondering if you were getting some fluids in the middle of our shows. I'm a big fluids guy. Pause. Hmm. What's your favorite fluid? Water, easily. Yeah, it's a good just one. Straight up, just straight up water too. Like no fizzy water, no flavored water, just straight glass water. H two O. It's a really good one. It's arguably the most versatile fluid, I would say. Um, my favorite fluid though is by far the best peak fluid at its best. That would be the old Tiger Gatorades. I don't even know what those are. There used to there was a very limited time, I think, for like two or three years where they had a Tiger Woods branded Gatorade that was this like light turquoisey green color. And it is no longer available. It was sold, I think, in the early teens, maybe, or maybe late 2000s. Uh, there has never been a flavorful liquid that could touch it. Wow. Have we ever had the Gatorade discussion? Like as far as like your favorite flavor, your favorite form of Gatorade? Because you know they got like Mm-hmm. the small normal ones the larger like i think with like 32 ounce ones they have mini ones they also have like the nipple one like where where do you stand on like gatorade bottles and like gatorade flavor like the best one so i'm a fan of the gatorade program as a whole just want to make that clear like i know there's up and down years with their gatorades but uh in general like i'm just a supporter i'm appreciative of the role that they've played in my life i don't think there's such thing as a bad gatorade Like, I don't think you're going to hit me with like, oh, it's orange. No, thanks. Not going to happen. My favorite is the tiger, as I mentioned. And it also came in a a twist off cap that you ended up having like a little nozzle to drink from. Incredible. Google it. It's awesome. Uh, But I love I love the light blue. I think it's like the the ice flavor. I think it's glacier freeze. Glacier freeze. Yeah. And then there's the, the white, which is like an ice. I don't know if it's cherry ice or what. Cherry, love them. Love both of those. Yeah, so good choices. Um, I'm only a Gatorade Zero guy. Uh, regular Gatorades are just they're too sugary for me. I think I used to love them, but like in my old age, I guess I can't do like the super ass sugary drinks. Um, my favorite's always going to be lemon lime. Second is orange. Sleeper pick for number one that I don't think people give enough credit to is the cucumber limon one cucumber one i think really good yeah that slaps it is like refreshing yeah that might be my number one to be honest with you that that is fire that one does hit like you're like a liquid iv every sip with some good flavor honestly the the tiger gatorade i'm talking about the closest flavor to that is the cucumber um 
it the tire wasn't as refreshing, but it was just better tasting. You just gotta trust me on it. Do have one Gatorade negative to drop. Hate the mini Gatorades. I'm I'm always angered by one of those little like just too small. It's too they're, small. They're and the honestly the flavors of the mini ones were not good if I remember correctly. Like they were just they were they're a waste. Yeah, it's like the you could get the dark blue flavor or like just a pure red. Which again, I'm not here to shit on the flavors. I'll take any Gatorade, any flavor. But it's just too small. Like you're never satisfied at the end of a mini Gatorade. You're going back for another mini Gatorade. Uh, the audacity of Gatorade to think they could give us miniature Gatorades and we would be satisfied. Not how it works. So. Anyways, thanks, Gatorade. Appreciate you. Should we get to the show? What's your YouTube comment of the day? <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 th I feel like we have been going on this show way too long and had way too much content to have never had Gatorade discourse. I still can't process that you're just like, yeah, let me put this vacuum directly in the shot of where I film every day. So I had no clue <laughs> it was in the shot. To be honest with you, like I'm gonna send you a picture. Of what, I'm gonna send you a picture of what I see. You can't really see yourself right now. Uh, I can I can see my head, I can see the stairs, but I can't see anything over this shoulder. Why? Because <laughs> my microphone is blocking it. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. Well, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, I see it now. Thank I you. thought I thought this was just like a one day thing yesterday where like either you were just in the middle of a vacuum or something, or on genuinely I thought it might have been an IV. But uh, now I think the vacuum can't go away. Now I think it needs to be part of the show. Okay. I mean, I have no problem with that being a charging station. We used to have another charging station um, over on another outlet in the basement. But for some reason, I just came down here and plugged it up. And I just kind of like it. So can we, get a, uh, can we get see. a vacuum intermission? Like midway through the show. Can I just get you you vacuuming for a little bit? I mean, I can definitely like fire it up and see what we got going on. I don't. I don't actually want that to happen. I just was wondering if you were willing to go that far. And now he's up off the couch, so it it appears this is going to happen. I'm sorry to our listeners. Carter is currently vacuuming on video in the middle of our podcast. Is that a silent vacuum? Huh? Is that silent? Is that making noise? Uh, it's making a little bit of noise, but it's honestly pretty silent. Yeah, you don't hear anything through, through the Zoom call. It's it's a it's a great vacuum. I'm sure it is. I'm surprised you haven't talked about it in one big thing. Well, I've been told to stop talking about products. So, well, we just spent the first ten minutes of the show gassing up every Gatorade you've ever loved and your vacuum. <laughs> okay, can I get to my YouTube comment, please? Please. Good grief. Let me. Let me. I go. Uh, in the in the realm of positivity, I'm going to read a positive comment. Let's see. At 3:06, I pause because I'm going to stop you, Greg. Greg and Carter, you guys, I watch every morning. I wake up and every night I go to bed. You guys do the genuinely, wholeheartedly, the best job at filling the light for us college basketball fans. And I want to say. And I want to say, keep doing what you're doing. Don't listen to those doubtful thoughts of the haters. Seriously, keep doing what you're doing because people like me love it and live for it. Go green, go white, wolf, wolf. I really appreciate that. Who said that comment? Can you read the name again? Uh, user EZ2SY2QR2U. Hmm. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. I love that. I think I, I said this on Tuesday's episode, but um, 
really that's all all I want from this is to help enhance sports fans and college basketball fans viewing experience in their day-to-day life with giving them something they enjoy. And I think I've done a poor job of that the last couple of weeks, but uh, it, it like a comment like that is truly the whole purpose of why I like doing this so much. So that means a lot. Thank you. Do you feel the same? <laughs> oh, it's not my positivity week. It's your positivity week. I thought it was our positivity week. It is our positivity week. I do. You know, I, I love, I love all comments and all forms, shapes and sizes. All comments matter. They sure do. Uh, speaking of all comments mattering, let's go to the Discord for more comments. Hey, if you want to support this show, if you feel like the user that just commented that comment, uh, the best way to support us truly is to join the Discord. It's $9.99 a month if you join on your laptop or desktop. Don't join on your phone because Discord jacks up the price for some reason. But uh, 10 bucks a month, I get it. 10 bucks is a lot. Uh, we, we didn't really know what discord was when people asked us to start a discord. So we kind of wanted it to be that way. We wanted there to be a price. We wanted people that only really, really want to support the show, uh, to be able to join. And we're up over 140 people that interact with us daily in there. It really has a great sense of community and, uh, we're going to make this worth everybody's while even into the off season. That's our whole goal here is to serve that community. So if you want to support the show, if you feel like that user, if you like us, Join the Discord. That would be the best way you could do so. We read comments from the Discord every day, and that takes us to today's comment from Purdue Boiler 83 who says, uh, name a player for your team that was a recruit coming in or one year in and going into their sophomore year that you thought was going to be an all-conference-type player but ended up being pretty mid or worse. Hmm. So I had to come back for their sophomore year from my team. Or I, it could be a freshman too. Just somebody somebody who you were really high on as a recruit thought they were going to be a star, and in reality they were not a good college basketball player. To be honest with you, and I'm not just saying this because it is what it is now, I truly thought Malik Hall was going to be like a special four-man for four years at Michigan State after the flashes I saw freshman year. That was after you saw him though, right? Like you didn't feel that way as a recruit. Yeah, no, I didn't feel that way as a recruit. That was after he got there. As far as recruits, recruit-wise. I hate to do the recency thing, but, like, it's right now it's definitely Xavier Booker. Yeah, I was going to say, well, that's the more recent one. Um, The one that came to my mind first, I thought Deontay Davis was going to be just a monster. He was a monster, though. I get frustrated when Michigan State fans don't give him praise for his one year. I thought he was really, really good. Yeah, he was good. He was good. He was good. I thought he was really like. I think the the am I sleep am I sleep on his am I sleep on Didi's? We could we could pull up stats if needed. My my thing with a lot of the Michigan State guys, like you guys, as a fan base, I don't want to make generalizations, but I think most Michigan State fans seem to be frustrated with Deontay Davis and Max Christie as if they were not good basketball players. When in reality, you're just frustrated because they left after a year. Like those those guys were good in their one year. That's why they had opportunities to leave. And obviously most Michigan State players do not leave. It's not a one and done factory. But I think like back to Purdue Boilers question, we're looking for like a guy who just never was even a playable player. Like Max Christie and Deontay Davis were very good starters for Michigan State. Yeah. Uh I, I just just for the record on here, I don't I don't hate that Cormac left, by the way. It was, it's the nature. It's the behind the scenes. It's the other, yeah. it's the, re, like, I, I I have no problem with it. 
Um, I mean, yeah, okay. Deion did it. He had a like this is a good freshman year. Seven points a game, five rebounds. Uh, set the single season freshman record with block shots. Second didn't he play like? Season. Didn't he play like seventeen minutes a game? That's it too. Like, uh, I so I don't have the minutes up here, but that that does sound. Let's see. He played eighteen minutes a game. Yeah, like he just like seven. That's your Dane numbers, right? Seven and five in eighteen minutes. Like, let's see that in thirty. He's one of the best bigs in the conference. So, yeah. and that that team was really good. The memory is spoiled by when they lost the NCAA tournament. But like he, to me, he was like the perfect big to pair with Denzel. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a Michigan State one for you that I think is a better answer than that, though. Like, it's not like you've had a ton of superstar recruits come in and not be good i mean yeah I, langford was good did we like expect more from langford well uh, that was just injuries he was really really good before he got hurt um there's gotta be a bus we're just not thinking of there has to be marvin clark i mean like i i think there were people who believed foster lawyer was going to be special right did, did he rocket watts Rocket Watts is probably the best answer. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best answer. Uh, my, I have a very obvious one from my Michigan days. Cam Chapman. Cam Chapman was uh, a five-star recruit when John Beeline got him. This was still back when Beeline wasn't getting a ton of five-star recruits. So, like, like, he had the great title run year with all the pros. And then he had Irvin and Walton, who were, like, good four-star, four-year recruit types. And then he followed that up with like, oh, the momentum's still going. We got this five-star dude from the West Coast named Cam Chapman. He's a big, he's a six foot eight point guard. He can do it all. Shades of Jalen Rose. And then they, I think they took an overseas trip that summer. And this was after, um, well, no, I think Chapman's year was the first year they were bad. It was after Stauskas had left, after Stauskas, McGarry, and GR3 had departed. So you're kind of like, what's going to happen with this team? It's like Levert, it's Walton, it's Irvin, and then it's Cam Chapman. And uh, the stories out of the summer trip were that Chapman was like a top three player on the team, looked like an instant impact, stud. All the other Michigan freshmen who had come through the last two years were all instant impact types, like literally go through them all. They were all starters or immediate 10 points a game guys. So you're thinking he can't miss. All the hype is gassing him up. And then two weeks into the season, it was very clear this dude was terrified. Like he just, he couldn't shoot at all. He was a ball stopper. He was slow. He was a non-athlete. And they had him playing like off ball to these good players. So they'd kick the ball out to him. He just couldn't do anything. I remember very visibly there was a game. uh, I think they played Syracuse. And they kept trying to put him in the middle of the 2-3 zone. And he just like couldn't make a play (laughs) and you're like, okay, this, and he had to play 32 minutes at the four for that team. There was no answer. Um, Luckily though, Chapman did redeem himself. He had the big shot against Indiana in the big 10 tournament where, I mean, if he doesn't make that shot, Michigan doesn't make the NCAA tournament. They ended up making the play in because they upset Indiana and Chapman was a hero. So he ended up transferring, never was good at Michigan transferred out was a killer at Detroit, by the way, find your level. At Detroit, he was like conference player of the year. But uh yeah, he was, was he was he that good? I know he was good at UAD. Was he like putting up nasty stats at UAD? Yeah, let's find let me read his numbers real quick. Yeah, I, 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 might, uh, I, I might need that. I think he was uh their player of the year in the conference. I could be wrong. 
He so he he transferred from Michigan, had to sit out a year because this was still the transfer rules. His senior year at Detroit Mercy, his only year there, 17.8 points per game, 8.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists. He shot 41% from three on five attempts per game, 47% from the floor, played 33 minutes a game. Just a killer. Damn. He's also the cousin of Indomitian Sue. I did not know that. That's crazy. Uh yeah. I like this game. Always liked this game. Just never worked out in Michigan. Okay, fun question. Could have done that for a whole hour. Uh, hmm. Some good RJ Melendez discussion here between you and Dane game. That was an answer from an Illinois fan in the Discord. RJ Melendez is a guy who underachieved. Uh, Sully, McNeese Geese Aviator, says, an argument with a friend of mine. What is a better win, Kentucky over Auburn or South Carolina over Tennessee? I think I think Kentucky over Auburn. I think I'm going to take a cop out and say they are identical. That's not fair. I think it's harder to win at Auburn than it is against Tennessee. Um, but I also think Kentucky's a lot better than South Carolina. So also if we're playing like the line game, like South Carolina was 11 point underdogs. Yeah, like I'm I'm less impressed that a really talented Kentucky team beat Auburn than I am. South Carolina beat Tennessee, but they're equal wins, I would say. UK, another Kentucky fan, says, how many backcourts from the last five years would you take over Deere and Fox and Malik Monk? I know I'm biased, but that was the most electric backcourt I've ever seen, and it has to be one of the best ever. Totally agree. It's at least top five that I've seen in my life. Do you have any other nominations? Uh, no, I think as far as like electric, like do- like dominant, fun backcourts, that's the one that comes to my mind. Can I throw out an underrated one that I always just loved? Uh, yeah. The Quentin Grimes, Marcus Sasser backcourt. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a really, really good one. Um, I loved them. I think backcourts that come to mind for me that could qualify in my top five. I do think Fox and Monk are the best. Uh, I think the Baylor backcourt, obviously, Butler, Mitchell, and Masio Teague. They had a third. Um, and I think – Given the fact that Butler and Mitchell won a national title, I think you could make the argument they're actually the best in the last however many years you want to do, but Fox and Monk are there. Uh, UK gave us only five years to choose from for this. I really would extend it further because I don't have others in the five years I would pick. Uh, If we did go further, I am going to throw a bone to Burke and Hardaway. They were ridiculous. And if you want to make that three, then the third is Stauskas. Yeah. Who's who's Lonzo's two-guard? Do you know that at the top of your head? Literally have that pulled up because I was going to make that point. Uh, it was Lonzo Ball and Bryce Alford and also Aaron Holiday. And that was the same year as Fox and Monk. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like during the season, I remember being way more impressed with UCLA's backcourt than Fox and Monk. And then by the end of the year, that flipped a little bit. But just kind of crazy to look back on it like that. Yeah. So great backcourts. Love a good backcourt. Still feel like we're missing one. I don't know what else it would be, but I'm trying to think. Like, are we missing like a Duke backcourt? I I wouldn't count like the Barrett Reddish year as guards. Um, You could take like one of the Jones brothers. They had Grayson Allen off the bench one year. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for who we're missing, but I know we are missing somebody. Yeah. Then you're going like I would go way back. Show my age here, but like obviously. D, Darren, Luther Head, uh, 
Raymond Felton, Rashad McCants would be in there. Probably Ty Lawson, Danny Green. Am I stretching if I do Trey Young, Cam Gusty? I wanted to, but we can't. That I looked at that team's game results the other day too, and uh, I'm really mad how many games Trey Young lost in college. I'm I'm mad how many games he lost. I'm even more upset that his college career ended at the hands of getting packed up by Rhode Island and Bats Russell. Completely disgusting. Like EC e. Matthews was too much for Trey Young and Brady Man. Give me a break. Uh, super woke. Says the blueprint has been established. Should Michigan fire Jawan Howard this week so that they can revitalize their program by beating Purdue and storming the court? Answers yes, but you could have stopped at revitalize their program. I don't give a damn about beating Purdue or storming the court. That would be great if it happened. Michigan needs to fire Jawan Howard this week to revitalize their program. If they did get a court storm, it'd be hilarious how little people are at the storm. I mean, it would be funny, like it would be really funny if Michigan did fire Juwan and beat Purdue and then Painter lost back-to-back games with no coach. Yeah, but the, but here's the thing. Unfortunately, the greatest part about it is that Diebler wasn't a coach. Every assistant coach has had a chance to coach a game for Michigan this year, so ah, it wouldn't be the first. It's so true. It's so true. Fire them all. Let me coach a game. Honestly, like, I feel like I could maybe keep them competitive. You don't Here think so? You don't think I could walk in that locker room and win the locker room over? No. Give me two days. Like, hire me. So if we got a Saturday game, I want to take over Thursday morning, and I want to show up to film, and I want to be like, all right, fellas, listen, I'm here. I'm the player's coach. Like, you're you're my guys. Doug, what do you need? Do you want a tutor? Do you not want a tutor? Do you want me to do your homework for you? Whatever it is, I got you. Just give me one good 40-minute performance. I feel like I could break, break through. I mean, I always believe in you, but I just don't know. Maybe. We'd love to see. Travis Nelson has our final comment of the day. He says, top three favorite players ever on your respective teams. I would enjoy top five, but I know there's so much time. Let's do top five. Give your give your all-time favorite players at your team. Uh, Cash, easily. Kalen Lucas, Draymond. Hmm. Sleeper pick. Wait, did I already say I, I didn't say Tillman already, did I? No. Tillman. And then for my fifth one. Uh, a lot of favorites. I'll probably go Zell. Okay. Zell's a teeter one for me because I recognize Zell's greatness, but he all but like it's not about like great greatness and favorite is different to me. Yeah. Like, I loved Raymar Morgan more than I loved Zell, I guess. I mean, kind of similar, but obviously one is better than the other. So it's a, it's, it's kind of a weird question, but I think I'll, I'll slide in Zell at the fifth there. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm surprised you went Zell at five. I, I enjoyed watching Zell for sure, but I, I'm surprised you didn't go back to a Raymar or somebody back from those days. There were a lot of really fun Michigan state players. Like, I, like thousands. Honorable mention, most fun, don't care where you put them ever. I will never stand for or hear any Darrell Summers slander ever in my life. I love Darrell Summers. I loved him so much, too. He was great. Um, Yeah, those are good picks. My top five would be uh, Lucas Marble, Jordan Heron, Zach Hurth, Carter Elliott, and then I'm probably going Colin Kazin, fifth. Um Although Kazen fluctuates for me, but 
I don't know. He was kind of like a like a dual threat to me. I liked him. Not not him. not Dakota Kazan. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no comment. <laughs> so, so no Michigan top five. That's not your team. Albion's my team. Brits versus everybody. <laughs> That's crazy. Brits versus everybody. Uh, yeah. No, I. If you want a Michigan, it's Burke Stauskas, Poole. Uh, this is where it gets hard. Those are the obvious three. And I want it known Poole was my guy before the buzzer beater also. That was yeah, the biggest you, moment. You've always been a Poole guy. I owned three different Jordan Poole jerseys before he hit that shot. And he was a six minutes a game guy. Um, trying to think of another fun one here that's like. One of the unexpected. Wagner one of the Wagner brothers? You know? Sorry. I had to let my dog in. I, uh. <laughs> Like, I appreciate the Wagner so much, but, like, I never loved Mo like that. Mo was definitely the better player at Michigan to me, too, and people seem to be rewriting that with Franz. But Franz, like, I always felt like he maybe could have been better offensively than he was, and I don't know. With Mo, it just was never there. I'm going to go – I'm going to go Derek Walton. I'm going to give mm. him a shout-out. Um, Derek, Derek Walton's senior year – was so good and nobody realized it. Like the the last three months of the year, Walton was like the third best player according to Ken Palm, and he was scoring like twenty a game, hitting step back jumpers. Just felt felt like you were got, watching a guy blossom. It was cool. There was a time. There was a time during that senior year, Derek Walton run that I was like, "Is Derek Walton like an NBA guy?" <laughs> he he was crazy down the stretch, and it would like the way he played too. It was like step back threes. It was like you just you couldn't guard him. Um, he was awesome. And then I guess fifth, it it would have been Doug McDaniel if not for the way this season goes. Um, Got to go Isaiah Livers. Got to go Isaiah Livers. Good call. I like that. Just a team guy. Love him. Okay. Fun, fun questions. Thanks, Discord. Let's get to our topics today. Uh, I want to start with a very ridiculous, strange hypothetical. I'm good for about one of these a month these days. Uh, I spent 20 minutes last night in bed. This is not an exaggeration. This is a fact. It was past midnight. I looked at my phone at the end. It was like 1225. And I had just spent 20 minutes thinking about this. If you are a fan of a college basketball program that needs to hire a new head coach. So this applies to me. This could apply to Ohio State fans. This could apply to Louisville fans. This could apply to any other job that comes open this year. If you had the chance to guarantee that whoever you hire results in a Fran McCaffrey career. Just just straight up follow the formula of Fran McCaffrey's entire career at Iowa. Would you take that? Now, what I mean by this, I don't mean you're literally hiring Fran McCaffrey. I don't mean any of the antics. I don't care. You can decide if you want his antics or not. That's not what this is about. It's nothing about Fran McCaffrey personally. It's about the way his teams have looked and the way they've played. If you go through Fran McCaffrey's career at Iowa, he has made the NCAA tournament uh, seven times in nine years since 2014. He's had 19 or more wins in eight of those nine years since 2014. He's had a winning record every single year at Iowa except for two. Even in his bad years, they're always good. He's never made a Sweet 16, and I believe he only has one Big Ten banner at all, which was the Big Ten tournament 
banner that he won. Even in the the really good years with Garza, Iowa never won the conference. So um, limited success in March, limited success in the conference, but always good and always stylistically fun. Like I'm talking to you every single year, you have a top 10 offense. You don't play defense. It's an enjoyable product. You're going to love watching your basketball team. You're going to win 20 games and you're probably never going to hang a banner. Would you take that if you were, if you like your, let's let's do Michigan state for you. Whenever Tom Izzo leaves, you have to replace him. Would you take Fran McCaffrey or would you roll the dice on whoever you hire? Roll the dice. Is it because you think you'd get a big name? Yes. Um, I also think I could get a coach that could at least get me to a sweet 16. And I, I love, I love the fun of Fran teams. I love the offense. I love the players. Like I love all that. I love the 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 success he's had in the regular season. I love the success that he's had in the Big Ten tournament, winning it. The fact that he hasn't made a second weekend is something I can't look past. Incredibly unlucky, I think. <laughs> now it's not all luck. I think a lot of it is like Fran is Fran, but like you I mean, make you you make the NCAA tournament that times. Like the odds are, at a certain point, you're just going to break through. Right, but also like. It wasn't one of the years. Didn't they win on a forfeit and they still couldn't make it to the Sweet 16? Yeah, don't want to talk about that. Um, they yeah. got a one-game head start and they still Listen, couldn't. They, they've, only, they've only been a favorite in the second round, like statistically, mathematically, once in his tenure. So, like, mm-hmm. more often than not, you're coming in as, like, an eight seed, a six seed, a ten seed, where you're an underdog. And he, he was a two seed the one great year with Luca Garza, and that's when they blew it. But mm-hmm. – so happens if you're if you're a certain school, you're running and you're ecstatic to get Fran. I don't think like the Michigan States, Indiana's, Michigan. I don't think that's the level of school that that would work at. Are you putting Michigan in there? I think so because they've had March success. They have, but so here's here's my problem. And you know I'm, like, deep down in my bones in Iowa, guy. so maybe this is part of it. But, like, I'm looking through the names that Michigan will realistically consider, right? I, I could make you a list of all the names that I wish they would consider that I don't think will happen. Those names would include Sean Miller. Those names would include Nate Oates. Those names would include a bunch of legitimate coaches. TJ Otzelberger, Tony Bennett. You've heard me say them. I don't think any of those are actually realistic for a variety of reasons. I think Michigan's list is going to end up being Lamont Paris if he doesn't go to Ohio State, Porter Moser, Nico Medved, and on. And the, when I try to imagine what Porter Moser or Nico Medved would look like in maize and blue, I think Fran McCaffrey is a lot closer to their ceiling than he is the floor. Like, <laughs> we're talking about a guy, Car, go back even, to 20. 20- even with Porter? Go back to 2020, man, at Iowa. He's had a top five offense four straight years. Like, I, and I'm not saying I, – I wish my school would shoot for better. I really do. I Obviously, I my gut says Michigan can hire someone who can win. I think you can win national championships at Michigan. But the reality is Juwan sunk this thing so low that, like, if you could just promise me you hire a coach who's not going to get in trouble, not going to make any egregious errors – always have an elite fun offense and make the tournament every year. 
I'm not in a position to turn that down. And I don't think many schools are either. So you have a chance to get and put it in another body because obviously Fran's older, like might retire or whatever. I'm just like, Fran and what he just did and Porter, you're taking Fran? Yes, Fran. Fran is a better basketball coach than Porter. Yes. And I get uh, Porter had one great run where they the one seed lost. <laughs> like, <laughs> can we? And, and I love Loyola. You know this. I'm not here to d- dismiss anything that uh, Drew or that team did. That team was awesome. They had what three game winning shots along the way. Yeah, I think something like that. What happens if one of those goes wrong? Like, <laughs> I'm, but also like Porter had a. A sweet six. Then he followed. He followed it up with a sweet sixteen. He did. So like, and right there, he's already two up on what Fran's done. Yeah, I mean, and he and he won games as underdogs. And then he lost to a thirteen seed in the sweet sixteen. Yeah, you know what? Let's, we we didn't get there. We didn't get to that point, Gregory. I, I all I'm saying is I'm leaning Porter over that, but I understand. I I truly think it's a school by school situation. Like, I'm trying to think of like teams, and this might even backfire. But if I'm Memphis. I'm taking Fran. It's not the sexy hire. And I'm not, I'm, this is not me advocating you should hire Fran McCaffrey. I'm just saying like, if you could guarantee me Michigan ends up with Dusty May and Dusty May is Fran's career. I think he's there for 10 years and you're happy. Like maybe you get to a certain point, like seven years in and you're like, that guy hasn't broken through in March. Maybe we should look elsewhere. But like, it's it's good basketball. It's fun basketball. It's twenty win teams. You know what? I hate March. I think I hate March. Is March <laughs> overrated? <laughs> I mean, one, I was born there, so there's already one doc. But like, Fran is giving us top five offenses, like these elite offensive output performances out of Garza. He's getting twins. He's getting all this stuff. He's getting shooters. Like, and he just. It's just like the trump card. It's just like you're you're in a you're in a. It was like in middle school, like when you're in a roast battle with somebody, and like you think you're winning, and then like little Timmy hits you like a your mom joke, and you just lose automatically. Like Fran hasn't been to a Sweet Sixteen. That's just always in the back pocket that you can hit him with, and yeah. it sucks. Like, like it's just, Fran. It's just make one Fran. And there's always been the it's Fran thing. Uh, also, I felt like you were probably elite at your mama jokes. I I was I mean I was pretty good I was yeah, I was pretty solid in uh, fending for myself yeah I believe that uh so who are the like consensus best hires a team could make this year like who Louisville's best possible hires are what Jerome Tang and Dusty May uh, are buyouts a thing Jerome Tang Dusty May and Eric Musselman right those are the three hottest names is Cronin in that I think there's split opinions on Cronin so I'm gonna leave him off okay. Yeah, that, that's those are probably those are probably the guys. Okay, so Jerome Tang has won six overtime games this season. Is fifteen and eleven with five games left. Has lost seven of his last eight games. That's a that's a bad Fran McCaffrey year. That's worse than the last seven Fran McCaffrey years. Uh, should we check in on Dusty? How's your boy Dusty doing? Wasn't he just down twenty to South Florida? Over the weekend, they lost too. Yeah, yes, they did. So, and I get okay. There, we'll see what happens in March. Flip a switch. Are are is anyone even sure Dusty May's good? Yes. Really? 
like I, I get that he's handsome and he looks like a young Tony Bennett. I don't I don't know if this guy can coach at all. They had one run where they should have lost to Memphis other than a Kendrick Davis tur- turnover last year. So like the the concept of you have to run through a wall to get Dusty Bennett. Like I think all of these dudes, if they end up being Fran McCaffrey, that's like the ceiling for them. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't like that. I don't like this exercise now. Should we move on? I don't like it. But also, like, back to your thing. You're Michigan State. Who's your hire? Oh, Ots? When so you think Michigan State is going to try and get Ots, and you think that's reasonable? I think that we wouldn't have a we wouldn't have an issue like paying a seventeen million dollar. Like, I think we're like we're going for big guys. Like, we're making big guys say no. Are you? You sure that's yeah. Tom Izzo's plan? Huh? You sure that's Tom Izzo's plan? I don't. I, I'm. I'm Cart Haller in this situation. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Got it. Well, I, I can tell you what's actually going to happen is they're going to hire who Tom Izzo says to hire. And who do you think? And who do you think he says? Either Dwayne Stevens. No. Drew Valentine. Yes. Or someone random like honestly Draymond. If Draymond's interested in it, like it's gonna. I think it's gonna stay in the family, and hopefully not the actual family because hopefully Stephen Izzo's not forty by then. Otherwise, he might get it. Uh, but I think. It, like the the obvious best case outcome is Drew, right? We love Drew. We absolutely love Drew. I'm never going to doubt Drew Valentine's coaching acumen. I think he would be a phenomenal hire wherever he goes. Also, like last year would have been worse than any year in Fran's career, and that's Fran, good basketball coach. I think should be the end. Of, should be the the end all take all of this. So is the takeaway yes? Like to to my hypothetical, would you take Fran McCaffrey results? from whoever you hire, yes or no? Yes, because it could be a lot. Like, I think this is how we wrap this. It's not an insult to take Fran. Like, you take Fran and you're having some good times. Great times. Yeah, you're having some great times. Like, I, I feel like there's a there's a negative stigma with getting Fran. Wins. Yeah. that That's <laughs> part of the basketball winning. I you like win. it. I like it. Okay. Uh, thanks for engaging in my stupid hypothetical. I really did spend a good 25 minutes in bed last night on that. Uh, I want to move to the selection committee's reveal. Over the weekend, they gave us the top 16 teams in the bracket if the season ended today. They also seeded them up into pods, which gives you a look behind the scenes at like how does this process work. Uh, there are rules. Like you can't you can't load up one region just because those four teams all want to be in the West based on where they are located. You have to actually competitively balance this out based on where you've put teams on the seed list. So uh, we have the bracket in front of us. What I want to do is go through these 16 teams and I don't want to fill the bracket out necessarily, but I want to play a little game where let's say somebody hasn't watched most of these teams. Maybe someone's only watched one of these teams. Maybe someone's been living under a rock and, doesn't know a lot about these college basketball teams. I want you and I each to summarize each of these 16 teams in one sentence or less. One sentence maximum is what you're allowed to tell me about each of these teams. You could take this any direction you want to go. Use your creativity. You could explain to me what they're good at, what they're bad at, or just simply call them frauds or for real or name a player. I don't know. I'm excited to see what Carter Elliott's brain does with this exercise. I'm going to start just at the top left with the number one overall seed according to the selection committee, and we'll work our way down each bracket. Uh, this would have been in the Midwest region, Purdue Boilermakers. Final four bound. Mm. 
Wow. Okay. I'm going to go with big and good, but with the yips. Mm. The Y word, huh? Let's move on. Uh, one sentence. That's how this game works. San Diego State. Mm. Jadon Ledee and one tournament win. Kishad Johnson isn't here anymore. Tennessee. <laughs> Don't connect is the scariest white boy since Jeffrey Dahmer. If you're sleeping on the white boy, I'm Dalton Connect. Uh, Baylor. If the great Baylor backcourts were Gatorade, this Baylor backcourt would be Powerade. <laughs> That's the best one yet. Uh, okay. Unserious defense. Yeah. One that we won't elaborate from one sense, but on un- serious defense. Okay, there's your Midwest region. Let's move to the uh, the West region. According to the selection committee, number one seed is Arizona. They may just be fun. <laughs> okay, I don't feel like I learned a thing about Arizona based on that sentence. Uh, trust the talent. Do I trust Tommy or Caleb? To the four seed, Auburn. When barking, they are dangerous. But I can't trust them if someone barks back. Pick on somebody your own size. The two seed, Kansas. Sleeping on Bill Self with two first-team All-Americans is never a recipe for success. You just talked me into Kansas so much. Oh, my God. Uh, Basketball is five-on-five, not eight-on-eight. Mm. It's kind of profound. Holy shit. I like that. Three seed, Duke. I still think this team is soft. I still think this team is great. We're split on Duke. Okay, to the other side, uh, to the East region, UConn. Best team in the country. Danny Hurley terrifies me. Yeah. Wisconsin. Oh, you didn't hear that? No. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Maybe she wants to... The fraudest of all frauds <laughs> in the country. NIT DNA. 
North Carolina, the two seed. I think this team's biggest enemy is themselves. I love this is getting so philosophical. I feel like you're Socrates right now. I love this. Uh, did you see that bounce pass by their point guard? Iowa State. This team just keeps hitting and hitting and hitting. I I have to comment. I don't like that you're using the Seth Lundy Penn State vibes on Iowa State. We're going to have to square that offline, but I might yeah. be able to get behind it. It doesn't sit well with me right now. Uh, contenders. That's it. Contenders. Uh, South region, four teams left for this exercise. Houston. Doubt Ken Palm all you want. He's right about this team. Whoa, some flowers for Ken Palm. Uh, do you like sticking your hand in a blender? <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Girls like offense. <laughs> uh, this is the year. This Ooh. is the year. Marquette. Marquette. Collect if you do. Collect if you don't. It's still Shaka. Alabama, final team. Mark Sears is the best guard in the country. Sometimes the year ends up happening a year after it was supposed to be the year. That's a fun exercise. I really enjoyed that. I feel like we'd be really good at writing captions for fortune cookies. Yeah. Except I would get a little bit like if I had a bad day on my fortune cookie, I'd be like, just so you know, like as you're reading this, your day's gonna suck and you I, suck. I have always thought there's a business idea somewhere to have fortune cookies that are really negative things instead of hot. Like imagine you open a fortune cookie expecting like, just believe in yourself. Everything will work out. And it's like, you should give up on your dreams. Have you ever like, I've, I've once thought to myself, like the ROI on fortune cookies has got to be ridiculous. You think like, so? It it's, it's small. It has no flavor. It probably costs two cents to make one of those things, another cent for the paper. And you just print something and then you just go up on Google and you look up top a hundred inspirational quotes and just throw it on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge fortune cookie guy. I might be doing my one big thing right now. Uh, I like, if I could buy just boxes of the cookies themselves, I would, I would eat those like twice a week. I throw away fortune cookies when I get, that's so crazy. Don't ever like actually genuinely, can you save them? And like, I'll pick them up from you. Uh, yeah, sure. I I need them. They're so good. Okay, final topic today. Uh, we want to go through the AP poll. 
and we're going to put every team in the updated AP poll into tiers. There's four tiers that I am going to allow you to choose from. Tier number one, this team can win a national championship. Tier number two, this team can make a final four. Tier number three, this team should make the second weekend. Tier number four, this team should not make the second weekend. Do we want to split the fourth into a fifth too and say like this team's losing round one? Yes, I'd like to do that. Okay, we're adding a fifth tier. So basically win the title, final four, second weekend, one win, lose in the first round. Those are our five tiers. Uh, we're using just the AP poll top 25. So all these teams are going to be in the NCAA tournament at this point. We'll start at the top, work our way down. UConn Huskies. Can, like contender champ. Yeah. Can win a national title. No, yeah. no additional commentary. Houston. Can win a national title. Can win a national title. Purdue. Can win a national title. Are we sure? I mean, even in even in their worst spots, like this is still probably a top ten team on Torvik since the last month, aren't they? So I think terminology matters to where I land on this. Can win a national title? Absolutely, Purdue can. Like, are we doing? Do I trust that they really will? And I know they were my title pick a week ago. Would UConn or Houston ever lose? to an Ohio State team that's lost like 20 of their last 30 Big Ten games without their head coach? No. Like that's wouldn't. that's just not a loss that a national champion takes. It's just not. Final four category for Purdue? But I, like if we're categorizing this as like they can win the national title, I think Purdue has to be in it. It's just I would almost want to tweak the category to like do we think they will? Right, well, let's tweak it then. Let's tweak it to do we think they will. But then, because we can't have two teams, we have UConn and Houston in will. Like that can't happen. So I think it has to be can. I think it has to be can, which means we have to put Purdue in it. But we, I'm, we're going to do a whole segment on this when we do the Purdue preview for Thursday. Don't look at where this team is at since February 1st. Like there's been a drop off and they're not playing like the team they were in November. And hopefully that changes, but it's really scary right now. Okay. So. Contender. So can they're in they're in can UConn Houston Purdue can win a national title Arizona can they win or where would you put them Arizona final four I think they're a really good team I don't think they can win at all is it because they're too reliant on a guy who at certain point is going to shoot them out of a game uh no I think that the head ball coach of that team is not a national championship Ah, wow. Mr. Extension getting some criticism from you. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, when you really take a step back and think about it, like Tommy Lloyd has done great things at Arizona so far. This man lost to Princeton last year as a two seed and got an extension the year after that. It's because a lot of schools would have hired the guy who lost to Princeton really quickly if they didn't. Um, very, very true. By the way, I was told Arizona had no money. The hell happened to that? find a way I, I don't understand uh i would i think i would push back and say this team could win a national title but if you feel strongly i'm fine with final four because i i don't, I don't I think don't, Caleb i don't feel strongly enough to where i feel like i would throw them in the can win it all category i just okay. i'm 
Final four then. Arizona in the final four tier. Uh, Tennessee. I think Tennessee can win a national title. Really? Talk me into that. I think they're like the fully realized version of Tennessee. You have a national player of the year level player and talent in Dalton Connect and a bunch of guys that cover up Dalton Connect's weaknesses and also excel at their roles. So the path forward here is basically just like Connect is Kemba Walker. And the defense is great for three and, weeks. Yeah, yeah, and defense is great. And just got a bunch of Jeremy Lambs, Neil Geffies around them. Okay, I'm willing. I'm willing to go there. Um, I think there's better. Like maybe there's a couple really good teams at the top. Like I, they got to be better than UConn. Still, it's not like it's wide open. But I'm I'm okay. Tennessee title. They could win a title. Yes. Okay. All right. Moving on. Iowa State. Our Cyclones. Final four. I really want it to be national title, but I think I think they could get to the title and lose. I don't think they could. I think the, it would be a little too bright for Otz's shirt when you get there. Um, final four for sure. Marquette. Second weekend. I'm good with second weekend as well. I thought you might get a little feisty and pick them off first. I thought about it. Okay. I'll go I'll go second weekend, but I'm I have a skeptical eye on Marquette with that, but should should still be good enough to win too. Duke. I need to put more respect on Duke though. I feel like you want to put them in the final four. So right. I wanna I wanna reiterate we're not like putting nine teams in final four and that's mathematically incorrect. We're saying like they can win a title, they can make a final four, they can make the second weekend, and then it's just like they can win a game or they're we think they're gonna lose. Those are the five categories. Duke can win a national championship. Whoa. National Duke, Duke can win a national championship. If you're going to try and talk me into North Carolina, can win a national championship, you have to do this with Duke. They have a guard who started and was one of the best players on a team that already went to the Final Four. They have one of the best five players in the country, bona fide first-team All-American, Kyle Filipowski, who came back when he should be in the league. They have a preseason top-five player in the country who's still damn good in Tyrese Proctor. And they have a blossoming superstar who just went for 35, who might be a lottery pick. Like the fact that Jared McCain has now emerged as the best freshman in college basketball, we have to take this team completely differently than we did in November. They're 20 and five. They're 20 and five. They're awesome. I'll, I'll get there with you. Okay. I'll, I, yeah. It's off, but I'll get there with you. They could win a national championship. Kansas. I think Kansas could win a national championship. Here's why I don't think they can. Their best player is Hunter Dickinson. And at a certain point, somebody's going to be in foul trouble and they're going to need their bench. We're positive that Hunter Dickinson is their best player? Second or set. He plays too big of a role. Like there's there's going to be he he could get them to the final four. I fully believe that. We're talking like win six against some of the best teams in the country. You're either going to need your bench or you're going to need Hunter to be fully rational the whole time. Hunter's like NCAA tournament career. What is what's what's it like? What's his NCAA tournament legacy? Like this, he he steps up in the tournament, right? 
He's been good, yeah. I mean, he he was bad in the Villanova loss in the Sweet 16. I thought they could have won that game the year they made it. Um, yeah, I mean, made the Elite Eight the year before. He's a true freshman. He was good. Hmm. Okay. He was great uh, in the NIT loss to Vanderbilt last year. He was electric. He was. He's a big-time bright lights postseason guy. So where are you at Kansas final like can make a final four? I don't think De- I said this. Can Dewan Harris win a national championship? I know he did already. Yeah, he already did. Yeah. <laughs> but that team had like he was the fifth option, right? Yeah, and he's probably the he might be the fifth option on this team, though. That's the thing. It's the third option on this team. Is he? Yeah, that's the problem with Kansas. <laughs> I think I think Burfie's emerged as a third option. All right. I, I'll you can you can pull rank. I think this is final four ceiling. I'll do final four. I just, I want, I thought you were going to go short of that. I want final. No, yeah, they can make a final four. They're good. North Carolina. I'm not getting can make a final four with North Carolina. You said you're out on the heels. You apparently are more out on them than I am. I'm not fully out. But I can't get rid of the vision of closing my eyes and this team cannibalizes itself and flutters out. Like, I can't get that image out of my head. So where do you want to put them? I I was going to push back if you said they could win a national title, and I'm open to saying they can't make a Final Four either. But I was Is there a category like they can make – like they can come one game short of the – of the final four, like I, Sweet 16 is too aggressive. I want them like losing in the Elite Eight. That's just second weekend. Okay, then second weekend. That's where I'm at with this team. I think they could make a final four. But if you want to be that out on the heels to say it's just a second weekend team, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to stand for Elliot Cadeau. I, I don't I don't feel that as strongly as I, I should on that. Like, I'm not ready to go to bat for that. I will. They can make a final four. RJ Davis is still. Yeah, he's RJ. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so North Carolina can make a Final Four. Notably, though, Duke can win a national title in our eyes. North Carolina can make a Final Four. Just saying. Riley Davis, let's talk about it Friday. Uh, Baylor. Second weekend team. I think they can win a game. You think they're losing first weekend? I don't think this is the second weekend basketball team. And I think there's a a decent chance you could pick them off first round, too, depending on who the draw is. You they stink. The they they the stink defensively. They stink defensively, and I they, I don't think they should stink defensively. Is the thing, and they stink defensively. Like Jacoby Walter is not playing nearly as well as he did the first month of the season. That's ominous. Like a lot of other freshmen are getting better. To me, he's gotten worse. I don't trust Jaden Nunn. I know you talked about that the other day. We're like, well, Jaden Nunn's going to switch onto someone. I'm like, does that scare me at all? Like if 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 Jaden Nunn is my op in the round of 32, I'll take my chances with that. Uh, Scott Drew is the scariest part of this team to me, but I, I'm not willing to say I expect a sweet 16 from this team. I think, I think they got enough talent and the offense can get them to a sweet 16. Were they better last season than they were this season to you? They had LJ Cryer, Adam Flagler and Keontae George. But this team doesn't hate each other. I think Keontae George hated that team.
just, just give me second weekend. Give it to me. I can't. I'm going to fight you on this one. I can't. I can't. I can't. I think this is this is a round of 32 team. I'm pulling, I, I'm pulling rank. You get to pull rank on the next one we disagree on. I'm pulling rank. Baylor, Baylor first weekend round of 32. You get to choose the next one we disagree on, which could be this. It could be Illinois at 12. Uh, second week. Uh, actually, uh, no, I can't get. I can't get there because they can't check. They can make a second weekend. I think they can make a Final Four. Still, I think they can. Nope. I'm not. I'm not betting on it. But if this is a ceiling exercise, I think Illinois can make a Final Four. You're right. It's a ceiling exercise. They can't make a Final Four. Okay. ILL can make a Final Four. Alabama. I don't think that Bama can make a Final Four. Hard counterpoint. Mark Sears, best guard in the country. Hard counterpoint. It's often the year after you think it's supposed to be the year. Hard counterpoint. NATO, it's just constantly turns out top 10 teams in the country every year. And then it comes down to do they make shots or not? Like if they, they could absolutely get hot for two weeks. Yeah. Hard counterpoint. They could not be hot. Also hard counterpoint. Their front court is Grant Nelson and anyone can score on him. Also another <laughs> hard counterpoint here. Uh, everyone in their front court will have five fouls eventually. All right. You can trump me if you want. I would like to pull rank. This team cannot make a final four. Okay. So where are we putting them? Sweet 16? Second weekend. Okay. Uh, Auburn, number 14. I feel like I've come off as a way too much of an Auburn hater lately. I still think this team is good. So I'm going to say, I don't think they can make a final four, but I think that they can win two games. I think they can make a second weekend. They could make a final four if the bracket included upsets. Like if, if Auburn somehow gets the Loyola draw where it's like we, we get to the sweet 16, we're playing a 12 seed and then a 13 seed or whatever, that would be lovely. Um, as long as they don't play someone their own size, I think they're fine. If they play one of the top 20 teams in the country, I think they lose. Yeah. I would get that. They could make a final four to me. If Aiden Holloway was what I thought he was going to be. Okay. So second without weekend him, without him, it's a second weekend team. Second weekend for Auburn. I like it. Okay. Creighton. Gregory. I think I'm going to agree with you. If you, if you go where I think you're going, I think this team can make a final four. I think this team can win a national championship. Oh, Greg. The ship? Can we come back to this after UConn, Creighton? Everyone's going to listen to this after that game's taken place. So if if Creighton gets blown out by UConn, I'm going to look stupid, and I'm willing to move to Final Four. If Creighton beats UConn, I'm fully on board that this team can win a national championship. I might be the same with you. Let's revisit. Steven Ashworth's making shots. That's all that mattered to me at the beginning yeah, of the year. Baylor Shireman. Shireman's cooking. Baylor Shireman's insane. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 we, we did our whole like top 10 players, national player of the year. We left him off. He's one of the top eight players in the country. It's crazy. Yeah. Sorry. Shout out to Johnny Mac six. I believe yeah. his name was <laughs> Johnny Mac was killing us and he should, we, we were wrong. Uh, and they got calc and Alexander like that. I love this team. I'm in on this team. Uh, okay. So where are they? Are they title or are we going championship? I'm going Final Four. I'm going title. They can win a title. They can. Damn it, I'm mad I already pulled rank. 
yeah, no, they can win a title. I'm with yeah. I, you know what? Because I'm projecting that one, they might win this game against UConn. Two, even if they don't win, they're not going to get like dog walk or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. We're going Creighton and we'll see if yeah. we're right or wrong. Uh, Dayton. Also, I like that it went from Creighton to Dayton. Nice little rhyme there. Yeah, I, I'm actually 100% positive the AP poll made that a thing too. Like they just they put those two teams. Uh, one and one and done. Lost first round. Yeah, I'll I'll go with that. I think that's fair. I feel bad we're kind of beating up on like the non-power conference teams, but hopefully that'll change here. Uh, let's speed round through these last few. Uh, Kentucky at 17. Can make a final four. Can win a national championship. I think I'm with you. I'm with you. Can one? Yeah. Okay. okay. Locked in. You really are speed rounding. St. Mary's at 18. Okay. I'm on the same wavelength as Iowa State with this one. Like they could get there. I don't think they get over the hump. So I'll go final four. They can make a final four. I wholeheartedly agree. San Diego State. San Diego State can make a final four. Whoa, I was going to stop at Sweet 16. Make the case for Final Four. Uh, the current state of the sport is constructed that San Diego State can make Final Fours. I guess that's true. I'll let you pull rank. Uh, it, and yeah, we shouldn't knock a team that did it last year. I guess that's fair. They need the right draw, though. South Carolina at 20. Uh, first weekend, out. I'm going to go lose first game. Carolina. I'm kind of mad I talked myself into the Cox. Brian Ralph is just a handsome guy. It scares me. Uh, I'll go one and done. Final five here. Washington State at 21. Uh, I don't want to label them. Lose first game. Okay, thank you. Colorado State. Can make a second weekend. Isaiah Stevens is that good. It's Nico. He is. It's Nico. Stevens. Do you know what Nico Medved's career in the NCAA tournament is? I know he lost to Michigan. That's the only time he's ever been there. They were favorites in that game. Jawan Howard did not have his starting point guard. Frankie Collins played 30-something minutes for Michigan, and they got packed up. Like, that was not even like a, like, oh, we should have won that game game. All right, I'm letting you pull rank. Yeah, probably, probably one and done. Did this exercise bore you? I'm sorry. Uh, Colorado State, the Rammies bore me a little bit. My apologies. It is dragging a little bit. I'm going Colorado State lose. That's where they're at. Texas Tech. They can make a sweet 16. I think that they strike me as that type of team. I'm going to give you that mostly because I think McCaslin might be sneaky good and nobody realizes it yet, but I don't Ooh. love this roster. Florida. You're going to hate me. Careful. You're going to hate me, Greg. Florida can make a Final Four. That's insane. I was going to give you win a game. I was going to maybe be talked into Sweet 16. Four straight games in March for Todd Golden. Yeah. I, I, they got they got guys, man. They don't got that many guys. They got some guys. They got old guys. They got guys. They got old. They don't. They don't got that many guys. How many guys do they have? Walter Clayton. Poland? Poland's all right. Oh, sorry. Positivity week. Poland's really good. They got guys. You're right. They got guys. Yeah, they they can make a final four. They can make a final team. They can make a final four. 25 is BYU. One and done. I think they can win a game. 
Yeah. Put him around a 32. Okay. That was a fun exercise. Thanks. Uh, whenever we actually do make a graphic for that, there's going to be like one team in each of the, the low categories and then a bunch of teams that can make a final four, but it's a wide open year. I feel like outside of UConn uh, and maybe Houston and maybe Purdue fun exercise. One big thing presented by big B. What do you got today? Um, Simple one today. I just want no one to take Ariana Grande for, uh, for granted. I, I understand. I understand there's new blood out there. I understand you know, there's the the Olivia Rodrigo's of the world. Let's not forget who 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 started this shit. Ariana Grande's one of them ones. It's an odd time to go on that bandwagon, but I guess I respect it. I have no hate towards Ariana. She's in a strange place in life, though. Is she? I'm not. I really don't even follow her personally. Yeah, life. she's like what on. I think she's doing like a Broadway thing, maybe Wicked, maybe. Um, but she looks like a Bratz doll right now that was like left in the sun too long. And she uh, broke up a marriage with her co-star, who looks like Ron Weasley. All right. Yep. Uh, that's pretty on brand for me, I guess. <laughs> I think it wasn't great timing, but eh, she can sing, though. Uh, I would like to go back to my fortune cookies for my one big thing presented by Bigby. Uh, I actually have an online fortune cookie generator right now. If you don't mind, I'd like to both get a fortune to end this episode. Please. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I want to go first. Okay, this is Carter Elliott's fortune. I hate you. People are naturally attracted to you. I, I mean, okay. I mean, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Man? Also, uh, isn't isn't your number thirty four? Yeah, it is. It says your lucky number is thirty four. I mean, great. What do you what do you want from me, brother? What do you want? Great. What, what do you want from me? It attracted to me. You know that. What do you want? My my fortune. Never cut what you can untie. It's actually pretty profound. So I should actually, you know what? That's very profound. Don't. Yeah, I got it. I got to sit on that for a couple of days. All right. Thanks, Bigby. Thanks, Fortune Cookies. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on Thursday. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.